listening to Poldark Fancast, a podcast where we sometimes talk about Poldark, and we are its hosts. I'm Michelle. I live in the States. You can find me on Tumblr at Poldark Musings, and I tweet at Musings. And my name is Rita. I live in England. I am on Tumblr at Princess of Poldark, and I tweet at Rita Bites. And welcome back to another Quarantine Minnesota. We're here every week during this lockdown with a new mini-sized podcast to listen to about something that we watched that week. This week we watched the 2007 adaptation of Northanger Abbey, which just happens to be my favourite Austen novel. So let's get started, shall we, with a quick info blast about the movie in our Wikipedia corner. Alrighty then. Uh, Northanger Abbey is a 2007 British television film adaptation of Jane Austen's novel of the same name. It was directed by British television director John Jones, and the screenplay was written by, hold on everybody, Andrew Davies, who we have discussed in great detail in our episodes about Sanditon. Felicity Jones stars as as the protagonist, Catherine Moreland, and J.J. Field, awesome, uh, plays her love interest, Henry Tilney. The story unfolds as Catherine is is invited to Bath to accompany some family friends. You know, Bath is just where everything happens. Yep. You know? Everybody goes there. Everybody goes to Bath. Okay, so to continue, uh, there she finds herself the object of Henry Tilney and John Thorpe's, who is played by William Beck, affections. When she is asked to stay at Northanger Abbey, Catherine's youthful and naive imagination takes hold and she begins to confuse real life with the gothic novels or gothic romances of her favorite novels. (laughs) Okay, so this film was one of three novels adapted for ITV's Jane Austen season back in 2007. ITV controller of drama Nick Elliott ordered three new adaptations of Mansfield Park, Northanger Abbey and Persuasion. Elliot commented that the adaptations would be, quote, important remakes for a new generation, he explained. About every 10 years, all the great stories need retelling. These films will be very much 2007 films. We've asked and pushed the production teams to make them young. Her stories always make great TV drama, and our Jane Austen season will feature the absolute cream of British acting talent. Andrew Davies told the Daily Telegraph's Hugh Davies that Northanger Abbey was much more straightforward to adapt than Pride and Prejudice, which was, quote, quite a fiendish bit of compression, end quote. The reporter explained, a young heroine thinks she has stumbled across a gothic conspiracy of murder and concealed corpses. In fact, the true crimes are those of psychological cruelty and selfishness. And during the interview, he said, I've been very faithful to the book, but one of the differences has been writing the scenes showing Catherine's fantasies. Catherine is a great reader of horror fiction. The Gothic novel was fairly popular in these days. Like a young girl today who would read a lot of rather steamy romances. (laughs) In this production, we see some of Catherine's fantasies, some of which are quite steamy for a young girl. Producer Keith Thompson said Davies had made Northanger Abbey a bit more erotic than the novel and thought the script had a wonderful cheekiness to it. Cheekiness! Uh, The film premiered on the 25th of March in 2007 in the UK was watched by 5.6 million people in the UK, making it the second most watched 
of the 2007 adaptations, it got beat by Mansfield Park, which was arguably the worst of the adaptations, but you know, Billy Piper's more famous, I guess. Um, anyway, Northanger Abbey garnered mostly positive reviews from television critics, with many praising the cast's performances. So, um, how familiar were you with Northanger Abbey? Like, have you read the book? Have you seen any of the other adaptations? Tell me what. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Had you seen this before? I heard of the book. Had never seen any of the adaptations until I watched it last night. <gasps> we got a fresh one, okay? <laughs> fresh one. Fresh one. This is a fresh, hot take. Um, so yes. I read and loved the books years ago. Um. I think around I was around fifteen. I got really into reading like the early Gothic novels that are mentioned in this book. I read like Castle of Otranto and Mysteries of Udolpho and The Monk that are all mentioned in this. Um, in large part because they're just really bonkers and dramatic. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pure trash. Uh, so yeah, and then I reread Northanger Abbey, and I like even more fell in love with it um i think it, it's it's still really really funny if you haven't read those books but having read a lot of gothic novels i was like yeah i totally get it um and i think it like the novel really captures what it's like to be like a young book nerd like devouring everything you can and getting like really into it and like gossiping about it with your friend and um they're all like how horrible is it it's really horrible <laughs> <laughs> they're like yes well i heard there's going to be death and murders they're like R you know <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious that's hilarious oh my god I, I mean um i really loved um you know even though the the character that um Oh, God, her name just flew out of my head. Carrie Mulligan? Uh, Carrie Mulligan, yeah, the character that Carrie Mulligan played, um, I initially didn't like her very much. Um, but, you know, I loved the way that she would deliver her lines when she's talking about the books. Yeah. And um, and then she would lean in and whisper, and then you would see Felicity Jones' face just, you know... <laughs> <gasps> you know, I thought that I thought that that's was that's basically delightful. the same as the book. Though they're like, ah, they're like freaking. Yes, out. I yeah, I just thought that was delightful. Thought it was delightful. Uh, um, in terms of adaptations, though, um, there's only two adaptations. I think of this. There's this okay. one, which obviously I've I've seen before, and then there's the one in the '80s, which I encourage everybody to Google image search because it looks bad so crazy oh, 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 there was some oh. weird hair going on henry tinley looks like 75 i'm just like no i'm not watching it i refuse to i refuse to watch it people what were they thinking um <laughs> it just looks oh, terrible God. well now you've got me uh googling because i i i need to see i think it's 1984 84 uh oh dear god oh you're right doesn't it just look like a disaster 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh. I mean, some... Oh, Lord. These are not good. People, you need to do this. Because, yeah. I mean... This is... This is... This is frightening. They look like little <gasps> raggedy arm dolls with that. Stupid <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Okay, let's get let's get back anyway. to let's get back to the two thousands, okay? <laughs> uh, there's also like a audible original, um I think it's sort of Oh with um it's got Emma Thompson reading as the narrator of um uh-huh. She's Jane Austen, basically. And it's got a very own Eleanor mm-hmm. Tomlinson. She plays uh, Eleanor Tinley. So you have Aww. to wait a while before she shows up. But it's pretty good, though. I'm like, eh. um, It's not uh, a radio play type things aren't really for me. I'm always like, why, is the, why am I hearing the clunking of a horse? <laughs> it just feels really <laughs> weird. Oh... <laughs> Yeah, I tend to I, I I most definitely prefer just straight up audiobooks to the uh the 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 old tiny feel of the radio stuff that they do. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Anyway, anyway. what did you think? <laughs> I thought it was delightful. I thought it was just delightful. Um Loved the performances. Um, I thought uh, Felicity Jones, um, you know, and especially after seeing her in uh, Rogue One, um, Felicity Jones was so blushingly charming and um, innocent and absolutely delightful. Just delightful. I thought that the plot um, moved swiftly. So, you know, it was, I mean, it was an hour and how many minutes? I think it. Maybe two hours? I think it's 90 minutes or so, so. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it was, it was, they were able to tell the story and tell it uh, compellingly. Uh, in the time that they had, I, you know, I thought that they did a fantastic job with the adaptation. The performances were wonderful. Um, it, it was it was great. It was great. I'm really glad that we watched this one yeah. this week. Um, so for <laughs> me, I think it, it's one of the better Austin adaptations out there, like, because I think the script's actually pretty perfect and, like, it captures the like wry spirit of the novel there's a lot of um the narrator is very present in this because it is a satire Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like ironic things being said and I think because of the casting of Henry they managed to like really bring out like the ironic stuff he says about like you know when they're they're dancing at the ball and he's like I haven't spoken to you about bath yet we have to Mm -hmm. and all of that is very Jane Austen and I love that and I think like visually I think it's pretty good as well um especially with all of the gothic dreamy sequences they're really melodramatic Mm -hmm. but it really works like yeah yeah I think it's good it's good I love it it's great yeah (laughs) (laughs) two thumbs up for me I'm glad you liked it otherwise you would have been in trouble (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, gosh. Okay, so favorite characters and performances. Um, Obviously, Felicity Jones. Uh, She managed mm-hmm. to be both, like, yeah. young and, like, mm-hmm. naive, but she also yes. is quite, like, sensible as well at the same time. You get the sense that she knows what's right and wrong and she's, like, very willful, like, though she does gush a bit every time she sees Henry. <laughs> it's like, you're not being coy at all. She's just like, hi, no. I really, I don't really know. <laughs> that's, like, so cute. You, like, I can't think of another Austen novel where that happens, where it's just such a straightforward, like, yeah, I like you and you like me and let's just gush at each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's It's not... It's not complicated, you know, at the very beginning yeah. of the the romance with, you know, um, assumptions and <laughs> pride and prejudice, um, <laughs> um, you know, that type of thing. Uh, you know, we get to the the um, discord uh, well into the the, the film, um, but uh, you know, it's nice to see this uh, romance springing up between the two of them. Um, And, you know, I I remember making a comment to one of your uh, tweets uh, about uh, J.J. Field, you know, about him being the, like, the the ultimate um, Austin um, actor or hero or, you know, that type of thing. And I was like, well, we'll see about that. Because, you know, I'm, I'm hardcore Matthew McFadden. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, he convinced me. Yeah, I mean, he, it's a um, totally yeah. different style of hero, not hero, <laughs> hero. You, you, mm-hmm. when you've got, you've got Darcy, who's like broody and taciturn. Yes. And then you've got <laughs> like JJ Fields, uh, Tinley and he just, he's so playful and fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is a dude that's like, of course I read Gothic novels and like, gushes with them about her and he knows about muslin and he enjoys dancing and he's always like emotionally <laughs> open with her and as soon as there's yes. like an incident with his dad he's immediately like well fuck my dad come on let's go get married exactly we're yeah we're we're going off um no he he is wonderful and i he's got one of the most expressive faces mm. that i've ever seen <laughs> You know, there was there was that scene. Oh God, I'm I'm trying to remember uh, precisely what was happening, but there was see there was a scene where you know Felicity Jones's character Catherine is is just talking. Oh, what? No, no, yeah, no. Okay, never mind. I it's way too early for me to remember <laughs> details. Help me. It's um, one of the but, many ballroom scenes, really. Yeah, but she's talking and trying to explain something, and he's not saying a word. All he's doing is is like just changing the look on his face with you know his eyebrows and the cock of his head and a little quirk of a smile, and it was just like, oh, dude, okay, <laughs> you you're like you're like right, you're I I think you've topped everybody. I th- <laughs> <laughs> It's like next level I, I, charming because he doesn't even need to say anything. Yes. You're just like, oh, no. spoon. <laughs> oh god! And you totally yeah, get he, why. He like was... a, a, this is this is the first man she meets in Bath, and she is like, yep, love him. <laughs> yep, I'm good. 
I'm good. Don't need to meet anybody else. I'm good. Um, but uh, let's see. Um, so we have uh, Felicity. We've, We've got got to AJ. talk about Carrie Mulligan. I mean, Carrie Carrie Mulligan. Oh, she's so damn good. <laughs> she really isn't. She just makes it effortless. Yeah. You know, it just seems effortless. Um, I mean, I still remember the first time seeing her, which was on um, uh, Doctor Who. Oh. Um, Everyone's yeah, been on that in England. It's the, like the new Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. She was in, like, one of the the best episodes, which was um, Don't Blink. And uh, it was one about the, the uh, falling angel statues. And fantastic episode. I think it's one that even Doctor Who fan, even people who aren't fans of Doctor Who would really appreciate this one. Um, but uh, that was the first time I saw her. I thought she was magnificent in that. And then, of course, uh, I think the next one was uh, Pride and Prejudice. And, you know, she basically did a lot of giggling in that one. But, uh, you know, you then see her in this and it combined the the massive acting chops that I'd seen in Doctor Who with the sweet giggly girl that we got in Pride and Prejudice and it was absolutely charming. Once I got over my initial um, dislike of her um, I was absolutely charmed by her. Until she until she broke Catherine's brother's heart. <laughs> I mean I don't think she's the most likable of characters. She's basically a sociopath. No. The way that she, like, destroys people's <laughs> lives. Um, yeah. And she's such a social climber, it's so obvious. Like, the moment she mm-hmm. sees Catherine, she's like, James's brother. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. But she is, like, incredibly yeah. charismatic, but in a way, you know, is yes. manipulative. Like, it's very forced mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um unlike some of yeah. the other characters like i love i love eleanor tindley who she becomes f- like a proper friend to Catherine. Oh, meet compared yes. to carrie mulligan's character you're like now that's a friend yeah this girl is not <laughs> your friend yeah it's like isabella is not your friend don't get fooled she is not your friend <laughs> But uh, oh, I thought I thought um, Catherine Walker, who played Eleanor Tinley, she did that role so beautifully, um, and I, I just I love the Tilney, I I love the younger Tilney children. Except, except for Captain Tilney. I can't stand yeah. the elder. I can't stand who who it was. As soon as he walked in and oh. had. Just that look on his face. It was like, he has nothing but trouble, Felicity man. Jones's face when they're introduced and he's like really cold to her and she immediately pulls mm-hmm. this face like, what a dick. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. And rightly so, because he is a scoundrel. So he's he an really scoundrel. did the whole of the Morland family a favour by separating Isabel and James because, I mean, ugh. Yes. And then when Isabel, oh, in the book, you don't actually see what happens between um, Isabel and, 
and the captain, obviously. I the, the that's obviously an invention. Jane Austen would never be like, and then they fucked. <laughs> um, right. Yes. <laughs> it happening. Um. And um. Oh, absolutely. The letter that comes, like she had, she uh, in the book. Um. Catherine's been writing her for like a few weeks, desperately trying to be like, "Hey, you said you'd write to me every single day, but you haven't said a word." And then. She gets news that the engagement's broken off. There's still nothing from Isabel. And then a few, a few weeks after mm-hmm. that, she's like, Hi, so there's been some misunderstanding. I wish I'd written to you more. Um, can you maybe put a good word in with, you, with your brother? And Catherine's just like, Oh, bitch, no. Uh, no. <laughs> like, nip, 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 nip. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Thorpe hated him <laughs> yes. immediately. I mean, Ugh. Ugh. obviously, he's actually Ugh. way worse in the book. Oh, um, really? Yeah, because all he talks about is his horses. He's like one of—I guess today oh, it would be like a car dude. Um, uh. but he just talks about his horses, how much he bought his horse for, how much he could sell this horse for. Um, his his stupid phantom that he drives everywhere and they keep going out on these stupid long um <laughs> excursions he's like we're going to ride all the way to like devon or something ridiculous and they're like yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah i just i i couldn't stand him i love the allens i thought they were delightful and mrs allen mrs allen <laughs> yes he knows muslin <laughs> just the all that the, she can that's say the, about the, it. The, the true qualifying factors he knows muslin it does say quite a lot about his character though that he would mm-hmm. he would actually give a shit um yes so she's correct but she's also just so incredibly rapid and i love <laughs> i loved the when they were sitting there she's like smiling her head off being like this is so uncomfortable <laughs> we were alone i wish we knew somebody but she's still sitting there grinning i'm like oh, oh mrs allen <laughs> oh god um i thought i yeah i just thought it was a great cast and um really really enjoyed their performances okay so what were your favorite moments um, I, I loved the dream sequences. Um, I thought that those were just delightful. Um, <laughs> I love that they were um, getting more sexual as they went yes, along. <laughs> yes. You know, as the further along as she, you know, went, uh, you know, in her, um, uh, romance with Henry, you know, things were, things were definitely getting a little, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the one in the bath. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was actually really beautiful. Like the wallpaper yeah. starts growing and like it turns into yeah, like the forest. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. budget like, was spent <laughs> here. <laughs> it's like, ooh, they got some CGI action going on here. Mm. And he's like, ooh, <laughs> and he's holding the Bible. I think when yes. he's <laughs> yes, <laughs> this oh girl's God. a bit kinky. I love it. <laughs> oh gosh so uh the dream sequences um of course i i love i love an austin ball yes um i knew you'd love those (laughs) that was just delightful um delightful is my word this morning i I guess i've said it 87 times so far today but 
I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find some other adjectives um, <laughs> uh, to describe uh, some of my favorite moments. Um, I thought um, I thought the moment where he, of course, confesses his his love for her um, was so sweet. Yeah, um, it was just so sweet, and um, I thought that oh gosh. I thought that the scene, the scene where they're going out for the ride, you know, uh. when, you know they've they've lied to her, and you know they go out for the ride, and of course, it then starts pouring down rain, and it was just like, uh huh, karma is a bitch, dude. This is what you get for doing all of this shit, um, and lying about the Tilneys coming over, and and. Uh, yeah, so John, you just got yours. So many sheep, um, though. What does one man need those sheep for? <laughs> I know. And they were they were some recalcitrant sheep. <laughs> they were just like, we are not going anywhere. Where they, he kept being like, move your sheep. There was no effort for them to go. Just like exactly. very slowly like, straight ahead. <laughs> Can horses <laughs> reverse though? That is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking like maybe I, just turn around, but how can he? Oh, yeah, it's like no, there's just like way too many moving parts mm-hmm. for them to just back up. <laughs> oh god, how about you? What are some of your favorite scenes? Um, I love the the scene where they first enter Bath Society and the ball is completely like a crush and um mm-hmm. someone yells is there anyone here and somebody else is like not a soul nobody is here yeah you're like uh really dude <laughs> and then they like it's like everybody in bath is there and then they then they're like quick quick and they run to, to find a seat to have their tea and then they're like this is yes. all good there's no tea settings um i love all those little like society bits um, mm-hmm, that's really mm-hmm. funny. Uh... I love the fact that Tilney, you know, um, goes and gets the master of ceremonies. Yeah. To come and introduce them, it was just so cute because I was like, "Where? What? What is he? Where is he? Oh, He's, he was oh. clearly like not that into the conversation with Mrs. Allen, but as, so- as soon as she goes, look at Catherine. He's like, "Okay, oh, hello. <laughs> I will be looking at Catherine." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also Hello, re- young lady. <laughs> I also really like um the opera scene. Um it was so loud like when I when it just suddenly cuts to her going ah, 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 um yes. that my dog my dog <laughs> woke up and started barking. <laughs> she was like, Woof, Oh god. What's that? <laughs> so high pitched. Like, what, what, what the hell? What the hell? I, I also oh, love like whenever there is a scene where people look at each other from boxes across the theatre. That's always really dramatic mm-hmm. to me. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. And Henry and Catherine teasing each other about Northanger Abbey being haunted when mm-hmm. they're riding up close. And she's like, oh, vampires for sure. Yes. <laughs> that's like the first time that she starts teasing him back. She spends the whole time being completely oblivious to his jokes. And like, <laughs> by the time they get to Northanger Abbey, she's sort of like used to him. Um Mm-hmm. And just the whole ending with the, like him sitting there awkward drinking lemonade in her parents' living room, looking at all yeah. these children that are staring at him. He's like, yes. "Can we go out by ourselves?" <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need 
to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> we need to not be here. Um, oh, and yeah. I also just really her brothers and her brothers and sisters were so charming. Oh, they were so cute. <laughs> I love when when her little sister comes along and is like, Catherine, there's a man here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet and i also really like their first kiss is so good because it's really freaking awkward when they're both like are we gonna Uh are we gonna and it's like of course these sexually repressed regency people who like haven't kissed anybody before are like yeah okay and then like as soon as they're kissing they just really go at it against the tree like oh yeah (laughs) they're like finally yay oh my gosh it just makes you oh so happy gosh. like i'm literally just thinking yes. about it makes you grin um yeah yes <sighs> this is the sweetest it was so much fun i i may have to watch it again it was just it was just so much fun Yay. uh yes was there anything you didn't like about this hmm. well i've already talked about the the characters that i didn't like um Honestly, I can't think of anything that I didn't like. I think the story, the story, uh, flowed through uh, very nicely. The adaptation was so smooth. Um, Went down like a tree. And yeah, I mean, it it just it was just a just a wonderful way to spend a couple hours. Yeah, during this kind of still locked down kind of not depends how you choose to live your life at the moment uh, yeah yeah i don't i don't like i lich you know i'm the most critical person ever and i can't think of a thing i know that i don't mm-hmm. like about this like it could yeah. have been longer it if was... you like that's my only criticism like give me a mini series <laughs> i could take three episodes of this but then at the same time i think part of why both the novel and this film work is because it's like short and sweet you know it gets to the yeah, point it hits the perfect size yeah it just hits all mm-hmm. the things you need and then leaves before yep. you get bored of it <laughs> yep exactly i want more of it though. so what would you give this film out of 10 11 oh <laughs> <gasps> Rita. I know, but like this is my favorite. Like, of course, I was gonna. (laughs) I'd give it a ten. I I really would. This is really something that would be uh, such a nice break from kind of the the chaos that is happening in this world right now. It it was a really lovely break from the realities so yeah i would i would definitely give it a and 10 i encourage you to read the book because it's just as fun like e- I will. even I will. more henry tinley's snark which is why we love him yeah i will <laughs> oh snarky so all right so that is all from us in this week's minisode we'll be back next week where we'll be continuing our austin season with sense and sensibility (laughs) but the 2008 version that's the miniseries of the film because we love a miniseries although 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 the film is absolutely delightful i think a lot of the it's absolutely enough i think a lot of the series is like visually based on the, the 
We can we'll mm-hmm. talk about yes. it next week, but they're very similar. They were yeah. like, "This worked really well. Yeah. Let's steal from it." That's a that's yes. what I like. Uh, anyway, yes. if you have any other suggestions about what we should be watching after that, I mean, is there any more Austin after that? Um. Oh yeah, Mansfield Park. Fuck, I always forget about um, Mansfield Park. Shrug. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't um, mind watching the other Persuasion. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> what we could do is watch all of the 2007 ones and be like, which one was yeah! the best? And you know who <laughs> what the best would be? It would be Northanger Abbey because Northanger, Northanger Abbey, Abbey would definitely be number one, but The Persuasion would be a very close number two. Depressingly. The, the run through Bath. De- <laughs> depressingly, Persuasion was the third most watched, so it's like. Oh. That's so sad. I know, right? And I thought Persuasion would be, like, first, and it seems more famous to me than mm-hmm. the other two. Well, yeah. anyway. Anyway. Wait, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any suggestions for what we should watch after our endless Austin season, uh, <laughs> then you can give get in contact you can message us on our blog email us at poldarkfancast at gmail.com or find us on your social medias at poldarkfancast and as ever please do us a favor and rate and review us either on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and thank you for listening stay safe stay at home or go to work there are no rules anymore exactly <laughs> goodbye exactly. though and Bye, stay happy <laughs> take care it's close to midnight something evil's lurking in the dark A sight that almost stops your heart You try to scream But terror takes a sound before you make it You start to freeze As horror looks you right between the eyes You're paralyzed Cause this is thriller Thriller night And no one's gonna save you From the beast about to strike
creatures call in the dead start to walk in their masquerade There's no escaping the jaws of the alien this time This is the end of your life hmm. They're out to get you Demons closing in on every side They will possess you Unless you change the number on your dial Yeah, now is the time For you and I to cuddle close together Oh, yeah, all through the night I'll save you from the terror on the screen I'll make you see Three.